The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Hello and welcome to John's Media Show, Portugal we'll Media and other stuff. And before I get started with my thing of Ashes Evil Dead, the TV show trivia, I'd like to give a shout out to any friends or family that may be tuning in to listen to me today, and I hope you enjoy the show. And for any new listeners that may be tuning in to listen to me today, I'd like to talk to you about how to critique any sort of media. So how critique any sort of media is based on its entertainment value. I'll look at the pros and cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, it will get a high rating. If the cons outweigh the pros, it will get a low rating. If it's mediocre, the pros and cons will be about equal. I try and keep my reviews as spoiler-free as possible, but in some cases I do need to get into spoiler territory, since it may be a major part in my review. But if I do get into spoilers, I'll give you an estimated time of how long I'm going to be talking about those spoilers, so people who don't want the experience spoiled, don't want the experience spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is unique to what your media I'm critiquing. So for films, I use popcorns, because that's me what you eat when you go to the cinemas. For video games, I use video game controllers, because that's me what you play video games with. And for TV shows, I use televisions, because that's me what you watch TV shows on. The second rating system is, because I'm a film collector, more specifically on Blu-ray or digital iTunes HD, I use this as a helpful guide for any other media collectors that may be tuning in to listen to me today. So at the bottom we have to skip it. This is where Water from Rutiki has no entertainment value whatsoever, not even it's so bad it's good, like Batman and Robin, that you can laugh at how ridiculous and over the top everything is. Rent it slash stream it is where, for example, if the film has come recently in cinemas, and I think it's good, but not good enough for you to warrant your money, time, and potentially fuel, depending on where your local cinema is, and you can wait three or four months for it to come out on DVD, Blu-ray, or streaming services such as Disney Plus or Netflix, then I say rent it slash stream it. Steered Ones is where... Also in the same example, where if the film is current recently in cinemas, and I think it's good enough for you to see it once, but then be done with it, then I say see it once. But the highest honor is obviously to buy it on Blu-ray. This is where whatever I'm checking has great entertainment value, and you'll never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're heading into... The TV show, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Trivia. So this was originally meant to be the fourth um, movie in the Evil Dead franchise, but due to so much material being written, the makers decided to turn it into a television series instead. If the first season was a movie, it would have been around five hours long. Sam Remy originally intended to follow Army of Darkness with the fourth Evil Dead movie. The plan for which was to follow the theatrical and director's cuts, um, director's cut endings of the film, with a film that followed two different timelines simultaneously. The concept was eventually abandoned due to its complex nature. Early in the first film, Ash is seen performing a power slide, which is a stunt that requires the driver to steer the car into a tight turn at high speeds and apply the parking brake which causes the back tires to lose traction with the road and slide into the turn. Bruce Campbell has revealed that he was taught to perform this route by William Shatner. He was known to perform this stunt regularly on TJ Hooker. 
The songs that appear in the series soundtrack are all from the 1970s and 1980s, and were picked by Sam Remy and Rob Tabbitt because they believe they would be songs that Ash listened to back before his first demonic encounter in the cabin, and symbolized his lack of growth since that night, with Remy stating, The music should reflect the last time he was engaged in society and living. So this picks up 30 years after the event of the Evil Dead trilogy. For the first season, Universal Pictures slash MGM did not allow stars to use footage or elements from Army of Darkness. For the second season, Universal MGM gave stars permission to use elements from Army of Darkness. The fact that Ruby's Kandarian Dagger can sear the flesh of the possessed wasn't created for this show. It is seen doing this in The Evil Dead, when Scotty uses to stab the possessed Shelley in the back and she uncharacteristically reacts in extreme pain for a deadite. Blood and smoke are then seen pouring out of the mouth of the ornamental skull on the blade's handle. The Kenwood Asylum, to which Ash is taken by Baal, was filmed at a decommissioned mental institution. Parts of the ground there are now home to New, Zealand ma- New Zealand's major scare museums, park spookers. To give Pablo and Kelly their own iconic look to stand up to Ash's classic blue shirt and brown pants, the wardrobe department created an individual tone to their costumes. Pablo always wearing clo- clothing with the color green and graphic t-shirts, and Kelly always wears purple-colored apparel along with distinctive rings she wears that spell out different words in in each episode. They also created multiple versions of Ash's wardrobe for diverse reasons, including blood spatter, tears, and stunt work. They even had a collection of shirts that were a lighter tone of blue for scenes with darker lighting. Even though Universal... Pictures barred stars from referencing Armour of Darkness in the first season. The series seemed to try to get around this by giving Ash a robotic hand and an evil clone, both of which happen in the film. After killing said clone, Ash even implied it's not his first time killing and dismembering an evil clone of himself. However, since the show had has co- um, caused a rise for demand in the, the Evil Dead trilogy home videos, including Dark of Army of Darkness, Universal granted Lionsgate, who is the, now the parent company of stars, permission to reference and use footage for the, from the film. It has been 23 years since Bruce Campbell has starred in the live-action role of Ash Williams, if you don't count his cameo appearance in Evil Dead 2013. When Lee Majors first appears as Ash's father, Brock Williams, he asks Ash about his mechanical hand. Ash says, it'll make me better, stronger. And Brock asks, faster? This is a reference to Lee Major's role as Steve Austin on The Six Million Dollar Man. This show continues the tradition set forth by the Evil Dead trilogy in that each episode begins right where the previous episode left off. According to the season three um, DVD commentary, Bruce Campbell would often lose his temper on set. At least one character gets covered in blood in every episode. Every episode starts with a scene where blood splatter transitions seamlessly into the title card. In the last three episodes of season one, several elements of the cabin set contradict their appearances in Evil Dead 2. For instance, the stairs to the basement were originally torn down during Ash's battle with Henriette in the film, but are still standing on the show. Ash cut the hatch door leading to the basement in half, but it is, in still, it is still intact when they return. Some latest work constructed sticks on the side of the cabin that was torn down by the possessed Ash while attacking Annie in the film are still standing on the show. The front door was torn off by the evil force during um, Ash's fight with the demon, but it is back in its place on the sh- in the show. 
Several shelves hanging in the kitchen that fell off during the tree's attack on the cabin in this film are back in the wall, as well as some boards covering broken windows that fell off but are back in place. Another example is the cross over Linda's grave is still standing, even though we saw it fall when she originally rose from the dead in the film. In the season one finale, Ash returned to the basement of the cabin where it all began. When he is entering the next room, his flashlight reveals a brief, brief glimpse of Freddy Krueger's glove, which can be seen as he goes after Ruby and Pablo, right before he wrongly calls Pablo Petro. This leaves people to believe, much like the comic series, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, this series exists in the same universe as A Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. However, this is unlikely since these, those franchises belong to New Line Cinema and Paramount Pictures, whereas this series is owned by Lionsgate. In part one of the season two finale, when Ash is trying to get the evil out of his body, he tries different tactics to get out like drinking hot sauce and steaming hot water. This is a homage to the scene in Army of Darkness when he does the same thing. Both times an evil body comes out of him. In Army of Darkness, a miniature clone that dove into his mouth turned into a full-sized clone that grew from his shoulder. In the show, a small evil creature came out of his mouth. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fresh FM. And we're heading into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
and that was The Fight, composed by John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, and Daniel Davies, from the film score of Halloween Ends. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fresh FM, and we're heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break. Thank you. 
and that was Man of Steel, Hans's original sketchbook, composed by Hans Zimmer from the film score of Man of Steel. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and we're heading back into a music break. And I will see you after the break. And that was You Got Me by Jay Williams and featuring Scribe. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fish FM. And we're heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break. You either stand or you fall 
Say It Right by Nelly Furtado. Welcome back to John's Media Show, where we talk about media and other stuff. Now, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this session today. But I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today. Because otherwise, you'd just be in a room filled with computers, a control panel, speaking into a microphone, all by myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to freshfm.net, where you can go to our Facebook page and leave me your posts via the visitors' posts with a recommendation and the hashtag John's Media Show. If I make a recommendation, I'll give a shout-out to whoever did so. I hope you have all had a wonderful day at school and or work, and I'll hopefully see you all next time. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and I hopefully see you all next week. Bye-bye. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.